Yeet. Let's us. Yeetus the Wheatus. All right. What? All right. Back. Back again, sir. Back at it again. Back at it like some crack addicts. Mm-hmm. You remember when Joel said that? Joel Santana? Yeah. He said that, and my cousin, I mean, he'd say it every day. <laughs> it was like it was, like it was cat, his catchphrase. At least once a day. And we were in junior high, so yeah. to say something like, back at it like a crack addict, mm-hmm. probably not the best thing for him to be walking around saying. Probably not, but you did. He did. Not he, me. He made it all right. So... He made it all right. <laughs> we made it. We made it all right to the end of the year. We survived. Yeah. We made it. We did. We We're got here. here. 2018 is a couple days from being in the books. Yeah. And Lord have mercy. Kind of hard to believe it, right? Oh God, it's hard to believe, but it's, it's, it's. Yeah, it just felt like the year went on forever it's been i feel like it's been long but it's also kind of crazy that we're at the end of it already you know i'm done with it yeah to be honest with you i feel like most of us are yeah well (sighs) to celebrate this monumentous occasion obesies went and grabbed some what looks like delicious beers the bottle design actually looks kind of like heineken a little bit yeah that's i you know i think that's kind of what a lot of people uh associate this beer with yeah it's around the same level hmm. of that well this is the carlsberg elephant it is a 7.2 abv bock beer mm. uh doesn't have a lot uh to say on the label which i kind of respect that they they went a little they went subtle with it yeah there's there's literally no like bottle label really yes. other than the the little top very sleek bottle design yeah it's from carlsberg Denmark. Well, that's where it's brewed. It's or it's brewed by. So it's it's technically a European strong lager. Okay, at seven point two percent, I was kind of surprised. That's what made me pick it out. Other than you know we haven't had it before. Yeah, I've seen regular Carlsberg, and it's I think it's around the five range. Yeah. So the fact that this one's a, a, you know substantially stronger kind of grabbed my eye. You're supposed to get character notes of apple, melon, banana, and caramel. Mm. Balanced with a dry bitterness and hints of oak, bark, nuts, and pine needles. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that is a lot of stuff. I just like to imagine that um, to achieve this, as they're brewing the beer, they're just throwing pine needles <laughs> and apples and Squirrel gets in there. In there. You might get hints of squirrel. Mm, mm. So, my name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, is my powerful co-host. Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? We're going to have a good time for the last time in 2018. Mm. This is the One Beer In Podcast. Oh no! Oh, I taste the, all the notes. Yeah, as he, they runneth down my body. He got all the notes on him. 
How did that even happen? I have no idea. That's for some reason they're all fucking. <laughs> What the fuck? What did you drop these and no. not tell me? Uh, it's, it's the Denmark in them. It's the Denmark. Oh, oh boy! Jesus Christ, we're a mess now. Yeah, I'm. I'm quite moist. That's a good way to. Uh, you want to go? You want to go grab a towel? Yeah. Can you hold this yeah. for me? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just vamp. Yeah. So yeah, we cracked them open and it went everywhere, everywhere. Um, you know, it's, 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 it kind of, to be honest with you, it kind of tastes like Heineken. Where did you, uh, where'd you get this? Uh, I grabbed these over at, um, I forget the name of the exact shop, but it's the one right next to the Publix, um, in the arcade and, uh, let's see, what was it? The arcade and the plant fitness shopping the center. ihop uh, plaza yes okay. in that in that plaza okay. in, in Oviedo. there's a liquor store in there there is yeah it's right by the Publix. oh fucking right a. by the Publix and the gnc okay okay i know what you're talking yeah, it's about a little, a little family establishment didn't uh, didn't know that i like to go there for specifically liquor because they don't have a great beer selection yeah um to be honest but you know good people i yeah. like them yeah well ladies and gentlemen this is the One Baron Podcast, and this is our twenty-eight. This is the last show of twenty eighteen. So, we figure we do sort of a twenty eighteen in Ooh. review. Yeah. So this is know, our clip show, basically. But we don't have a uh, editor or producer who is going to sit through, you know, that much of our content episodes. Yeah. Um. To uh. To to to. Get we don't this. have it yet. Is what we're saying. Yes. So we have an opening. If anybody's interested. Right. Uh. We will pay you in free beer every week we will feed you and that's pretty much it yeah that's, that's all what we, we got for you but you know you can't turn down free food and free beer just to edit a podcast right you know i wouldn't i take that we may make you get the beer but <clears throat> excuse me yeah you'd have to go fetch it but you could have some sure that's fair you wouldn't have to pay for it no unless it was your week that's true. Then you would pay for it. Silent partner. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's been a it's been a wild year. Yeah, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Big changes in the year. Um, big changes in our personal lives. Well, I, I moved here this year, didn't I? Was that this? Yeah, that was this year. It was wasn't this it? year? I think it was yeah. early this year. In, yeah. In the, in 2018, you, yeah. you moved in. Right. So we've been living together. Uh, Tehran, he moved in. Maxim, uh, friend of the podcast, friend of the podcast, You've has heard been him on before. frequently. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. There's been major changes to the podcast itself, and major changes still coming. Yep. So you guys keep your eyes open for that. We're really excited about what we what we've got planning, what we what we've got brewing in the works. So keep your eyes open for that shit. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you know, it's been in a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. You know, uh, say la vie, la vie. Can't I don't really want to go into. Uh, <laughs> I don't really want to go into. Uh, you know, the political landscape. Mm-hmm. We all know what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. You have your opinion. Yes. We have ours. Exactly. But as far as everything else, I mean, I don't know. Let's talk about it. Let's be about it. Okay. What it is, dog? 
favorites of 2018. Uh, it's been a pretty good year for uh, you know stuff. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Media. Media. Video games. Things. Things to distract you from music. The hellscape outside. It's kind of weird. But that's really true. Yeah. There's a lot of bad things that have happened, but a lot of like really good things to to good good cultures come out of it. Yeah. Feel. To kind of um you know take your mind to another place. Yeah. We've seen some of the best movies of the year come out. Some of the best albums of the year or yeah. best albums in a in a while. Yeah. Some life changing stuff. Really good. Really good games, like you're saying. Yeah. On a more personal note, I put out. Two projects this year. Oh, look at you. Yeah. So that was fun. No, mm-hmm. wait. Three, three projects. They all all three of them came out this year. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck, volume two. That started the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Put that out on my birthday in July. Then I had enough cooking. Enough in the in the bank to uh put out leisure in November. And then surprise, surprise, Marco came with another couple of tracks for Christmas. I put out a Christmas rap album. That's right. Who's who else is doing that? Is your favorite rapper doing that? No, <laughs> they're not. I can tell you right now that they're not. Run DMC did that. Yeah, in the eighties, they put out a song. Yeah, I put out three. Oof. Wow. No, I'm definitely not the only person to ever do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I'm in. I'm in rarefied air. Of course. Chance the Rapper put out a Christmas album. Yeah, I remember that. Um. I put out a Christmas album. <laughs> so you're pretty much the same on the same I'm, level. I'm just saying, you know, if you were to confuse the two, if you'd be like, oh, I, I guess he's just as good. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't blame you for thinking that. Of course not. You know, and I don't think other people would blame you for that. Yeah. And that was where your thought process was going. It makes perfect sense. Lines up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So there was that. Um, I mean, we, we did a mid-year uh, best, of, best of album so far. Right. And uh, my list hasn't altered that much, um, but that's not to say that there wasn't a lot of good shit that came out in the second half of the year. Yeah, there were just, a few few highlights. But the first half of the year was just so, so strong. strong. So, so strong. strong. Mm, so strong. Yeah. It's like this blogger. So what were some favorites of the, of specifically in music, that we want to reiterate here? Um, I feel like I can both I can I can speak for both of us and when I say the uh, the last Idols album that came out it was a a strong strong competitor for uh, one of our favorites of the year yes, for sure definitely Joy as an act of resistance mm-hmm. it's a very very good album yeah very good I think I think I'm just gonna come out right and say it I think that. Wide Awake is the best album of the year. I do too. Yeah. How dare you steal that from me? <laughs> because I was going to say Daytona. Yeah. Well, it's up there for sure. I was going back and forth in my head which was the which one was the best album of the year. Daytona by Pusha T or Parquet Chords Wide, Wide Awake. Awake. And uh I just think, you know, that I, I just so it, it it I still listen to it to this day. It's so good. It's so diverse musically. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's interesting. It's perfect. So there's some you know, social commentary in it, but it's fun to listen to. Yeah, it goes everywhere. Tell me about it. 
I just was. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I feel like this this album, as as we've spoken on it in the past, is is just basically parquet courts really coming into themselves, and they've they they've been a pretty prolific band for the past few years, and you know they're not they're no spring chickens in the in the music scene, uh, in the indie scene in particular, but you know their their past efforts have been all you know at least good. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one really was just different. It, it from the very beginning, uh, for my first listen, I I took a second and I said, I think I just heard my favorite album this year. <laughs> I think that's what happened right now. Yeah, and you know, of course, it took me a couple more listens to really solidify that. But I, nothing has swayed me from that opinion thus far. This yeah, year. I'd say I think I think Wide Awake is the best album of the year. But I think I still have to say Daytona is my favorite album okay. of the year. Yeah. I just listened to it again like yesterday, mm-hmm. I think. it's. I mean, it's easy to listen to. It's only seven yeah, tracks. super short. But, you know, like we said the first time we talked about it, I mean, it's just – it's it's everything that as a Pusha T fan you could want. Yeah. You know, he did exactly what everybody ever asked of him. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't – we don't need – we don't need you to do songs with Destiny Child. Right. And, you know, we don't need all this other bullshit. It's like, look, man, you're good at what you do. You're mm-hmm. the best at yeah. what you do. Just do that. He's like, Pusha T's like a sniper, mm-hmm. you know? You don't want you don't want him on the front lines. You want him back there in a bird's nest doing what he does. Yeah. No one's asking you to be out here ripping open medic packs <laughs> and dressing wounds on the battlefield. Speaking as a veteran. <laughs> Speaking as a vet. Speaking as a combat vet. And get up in your bird's nest. In Battlefield. Get up in your bird's nest and just take out those commies, dude. There you go. That's what you're here to do. And that's what he finally did. Yeah. He, he focused. He focused, focused on up. this one. Um, yeah. You know, I'd say uh, on that on that note, yeah, I, I love I love that album, but I also love Kids See Ghosts. Yeah. Kids See Ghosts is up there. Um I think we've had this conversation before, but I actually slightly prefer Kidsy Ghost to, um, to Daytona. Uh, Daytona. Yeah. Um, but they're neck and neck for me. Yeah. Uh, just, I, I think I like the musical diversity a little more of Kidsy Ghost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Daytona's great yeah. as well. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, but as far as like the, the, the next half of the year, it was still filled with a lot of good rap releases. I was very surprised to see um, what got... Um, nominated for Grammy for mm-hmm. Rap Album of the Year, even though we don't give a shit about the Grammys. Right. Fuck a Grammy. Be nice to win one. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's you know, it's just a it, it it doesn't have the same. It doesn't mean anything. Right. You know, when Kendrick loses twice, mm-hmm. it just doesn't it doesn't feel it, it legitimate. Doesn't, yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. When he gets beat by Macklemore, it's like yeah. Right. Who's who's the uh, who's the reviewer on this? You know, like who's right. who's the gatekeeper for this? Because that person clearly is not on on the same level as the rest of you know the general hip hop industry or not yeah. industry, but the, fandom. Yeah, I will say that this year though they did make a concerted effort because the best rap album nominees, in fucking Daytona, um, Nipsey Hussle, nice Victory Lap, is yeah. nominated for a Grammy. Yeah. The rap album of the year. Great album. Cardi B, uh, Invasion of Privacy, which, you know, if you're a uh, quote-unquote hip-hop head, 
or a true hip hop fan or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to shit on that album. It's easy to shit on Cardi B and all that, you know, you, you see well, because her, it's popular. Yeah. And whenever you see her in, in a top 10 or a top 20 or top, even a top 50, when you see her in these, when you see her in these lists, people, they always get up in arms about it. I see it all the time. Yeah. Every, uh, the comment section is just, Oh, why the fuck is Cardi B on this list? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the album? Right. I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. They heard a couple singles and they said, nah. Yeah. But if you, you know, if you're sitting up here telling me that Playboy Cardi, the Migos, uh, Travis Scott. Yeah. You know, insert trap rapper here. Mm-hmm. If any of those guys get to be on a top 50 list. Yeah. Then you, ha- you, you, you have to put that album on there. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's a, it's a really good debut album. I don't care if she didn't write it. You know, mm-hmm. if if that's your argument, then I'm just going to, you know, I'm you know what I'm about to say. Why is Drake right. number one? Of course. If your argument is that, oh, she didn't even write any of it. Well, yeah. then bye bye to all of Drake's accolades. Accolades. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter until it affects the artists you like. Exactly. So. So that's when everybody's tripping about it. Mm-hmm. But, but if it's not some if it's if it's an argument you could use against somebody you don't like. Right. You know, it's their number one go to. Yeah. Uh, but whatever, I'm not gonna sit here and defend Cardi B. She's one of the most successful rappers in the game right now. <laughs> she doesn't need your help. She definitely doesn't need my help. But I'm just saying, from a uh, hip hop head, air quotes, um, you need to listen to the album. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of indie stuff that came out this year that people liked a lot that I liked a lot. Yeah, Mitski's album is getting praise, being one of the best yeah. albums of the year. Probably the best album of the year. Um, uh, uh, Snail Mail. Yeah, another a big good one. one. Oh, excuse me, Soccer Mommy. Yep. So there's a lot of a lot female. of yeah, female Indie power. Artists. Boy Genius. Yeah. They came out with a, a a really good. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's an EP. It's only like four mm. or five songs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, uh, was the new MGMT this year, or was mm-hmm. that last year? Mm. Early this year, it was really early this year. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was, was another good. one. Yeah, it was a really good album, really good comeback for them. Yeah, new Kurt Vile is pretty good. Yes, yes, it is. New Kurt Vile is very good. Um, uh, 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 the new Ty Siegel record's really good. Mm-hmm. That and and his cover album is really good too. Yeah, like hearing some of those songs through the lens, his, his crunchy lens. Siegel. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. So I mean, just all in all, I mean, twenty eighteen. Say what you want about everything else, but goddamn, was it a year of music, man? Yeah. What? What? Oh, oh, and you know, Mac Miller, rest in peace to Mac mm-hmm. Miller. Swimming, you know, it, it's obviously easier to say now because he passed away right. and everybody jumped on the train. But I, <laughs> I, this is documented. Oh, shop you hipster. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Documented. Yeah. That I was on board. Right. Day one. The record came out. Yeah. I listened to it and I was like, holy shit. This is good. Mr. Miller has turned the corner to actually because I'm not even I'm not even gonna put up a front. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of Mac Miller. Like no, his I, records weren't I never was either. Right? Never really attracted me. I I never was I don't know. He I never t- did it for me for some because reason. Because a lot of his stuff is it's it's all right. It's yeah. not that great. Right. Like his last album. The one where he's, I don't know if it's his last album, but the last big album is the one where he's like naked on the cover. It's like a red background. We could look it up, but whatever. Mm-hmm. That one was really good. He he really he really stepped it up lyrically. But as far as like a complete 
album sound you know really really making all the hype worth it right swimming what is the record cohesive yeah yeah and so it's really really sad that he had bittersweet to go. that yeah. uh that album happened to be uh by all accounts one of his best mm-hmm. and uh he passed away soon thereafter i i would i would i would go off and just say it's his best album yeah and uh yeah and then and then he had to had to bite the dust off of that but you know Sometimes, sometimes it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Janelle Monae. That album yes, Janelle Monae. Dirty good. Computer is a very good record. Yep. Really, really like that. Um, mm. actually, I actually really like the Casey Musgraves Golden Hour album. <clears throat> that was one I still missed. I know yeah. a lot of people talked about that. So yeah, it was really good. Yeah, you know, I, it, it's not. It's not my usual listen as like a you know kind of poppy country record but it's good yeah i like it yeah um let's see there was uh new arctic monkeys very divisive yeah that was very polarizing record right i wasn't a huge fan but you know some people liked it some people didn't it was all right it was all right in my opinion uh u.s girls in a poem unlimited one of my favorites this year very very good another female led act mm-hmm. um let's see here oh how could i forget um god's favorite customer god's favorite customer what an album mm-hmm. that's up there on my probably my top five yeah this year mr tillman from mr tillman himself mr tillman we went and saw him this year we finally did see I him. Fi- you had you had seen him before right no oh so i hadn't both of us first time getting to see popped our <sighs> papa john Papa John. <laughs> uh, you know and what a show i mean oh, he's put on great. an incredible show great incredible um yeah like you said the nipsey hustle yep. victory lap um, oh oh uh, uh j-rock redemption that was a really good record yeah. this year uh j cole came j. out with cole. His, his album that's right KOD. Uh, kod a lot of people say he got snubbed for a grammy for yeah. album of the year yeah i mean i guess yeah, if you're gonna put Invasion of Privacy in there, I think you kind of have to put KOD in there. Yeah, I think so. It was a solid album. I yeah, mean, definitely I'm, not. We're not on the 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 J Cole. Can yeah, do neither, no wrong train. I was gonna say neither of us are like the biggest J Cole fans, mm-hmm. but you know, if he puts out good stuff, we're not gonna say it's not yeah. good. I mean, we try to be as objective as possible. Yeah, yeah. There's a new Brockhampton too. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I don't think that one lived up to the hype as much. Mm-hmm. I liked their earlier stuff. This that one, I don't know. It didn't really didn't really grab me as much as their earlier stuff. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. As hipster as that sounds, <laughs> I prefer their I earlier. Prefer work. the old Brockhampton. Yeah, uh, to the new one. I don't hear of very often, but I think deserves a mention is the the Dental Curry album. Oh yeah, Taboo. yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of that. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty good concept album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the new JID, yes, very good. good. DiCaprio too. There was an album that came out by this guy named Saba. You know, I heard a lot about that, but I never listened to I it. I know, me too. So yeah. sorry to the rap purists 
who, you know, a lot of people said not only is it the best rap album of the year, but the best album of the year. Yeah. I saw that a lot. The, the album's called Care For Me. It's actually on this list Care, I looked Care up. Care For Me, yes. Yeah. I, I, You know, actually, I did start listening to it, but it's such like a, I don't know, it's like very stripped back from what I've heard from it. Yeah. And it was one of those I was listening to at work, and I'm like, I need to give this more attention yeah. than I'm giving it right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So if we, if we fucked up. Sorry. Sorry, Saba. Yeah, we'll do an addendum in like February. <laughs> right. We'll get back to you. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, all in all. Very good year in music. <laughs> great. Very great good year. year in music. So we both agree. Album of the year. Yeah. Okay. Parquet Chords. Parquet Chords. Wide awake. Uh, it was a really good year in video games too, man. I know <sighs> we, we've kind of gone away from, you know, the more nerd culture stuff and video games and things like that. Rest assured, we're still nerds. Yes. <laughs> and best believe we still, you know, we still swim in those waters. Absolutely. But we just haven't really With talked about it. With our shirts on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what would we be if not shirt wearers at, right. the, at the water park? Never nude. Never, ever. And so um, as we wade around in these waters with our shirts on, <laughs> There's st- there was a lot of a lot of stuff that come out this year, that you know again, high watermark for the culture and for uh, the quality of, of of video games and for you know the quality of video game storytelling and where you know the medium can be pushed to. Yeah, you know, it's just the the more you see things that are looked at as not just a thing for kids and as a thing that is a piece of art, the more, you know, the more that, that, that those things are going to be respected. And that's all, you know, the culture ever wants is just, you know, show us a little bit of respect. Right. Well, especially because it's such a new medium, you know? Yeah. Like relatively. Yeah. No, relatively. Absolutely. You think about film, film's been around since the, you know, tens and twenties. Right. So, you know, think about, Think about how long video games have been around. It's only been all of 30, 40 years. That's nothing. It's a blink. So uh, for the amount that they've advanced with the technology, because they're so tightly entwined with technology, you look at, again, look at movies. You know, things have changed clearly in how films are made, but at the end of the day, you're staring at a projection. You know? Whereas with video games, you know, you get into VR. You get into, uh, you know, the, the advancement into you know, 3d models as opposed to having these 2d super Mario levels or whatever, you know, like things have advanced so quickly and so dramatically since, you know, 95, even think about from 95 to today. And it's a, it's a completely new medium. You know, it's all about cinematics and, you know, uh, immersion and all this stuff. And I, I think now it's, it's, it is really coming into itself and becoming this medium that does deserve respect as an artistic uh, medium, mm-hmm. which, you know, I, I feel like we've talked about this in the past for sure, but it's, it just continues to push itself forward with, you know, games like God of War, where the entire game is one take. There's no cuts in that game. Yeah. No cinematic cuts, nothing. Yeah, and something you don't really notice, but it it, it adds to the immersion so much, and the the fact that they even, you know, had had the gumption to try that, <clears throat> is just telling of where the medium is now. Yeah, it's like th- this is the this is the time that we have the tools, and now they're going to experiment with them. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. 
So it's 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 exciting. Yeah. So as far as favorites of the year, I mean, you definitely played more story-driven games than I did. Uh, I yep. mostly stuck to multiplayer games this year. Yep. And, uh, I mean, you know, the big game of the year is obviously Fortnite. You couldn't. Oh, yeah. You couldn't Can't fucking. escape it. Yeah. Um, you know, Fortnite's fun. I played it on my phone. Yeah. You <laughs> can, you know, and it, 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 it blew up and it was everywhere. And, and, you know, now it's becoming this whole thing. Uh, it's like, it's a cultural phenomenon. It's yeah. on par with when Minecraft blew up. Yeah, for sure. The, I know? mean, the, the, uh, the ties are right there in front of you. You know, like it, 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 it is this current generation's Minecraft. Yeah. You know, there, there's kids today that are going to grow up and that's going to be their first video game experience. Right. So well, my niece didn't even know what the game was or she had, she had never played the game, but she knew exactly what it was. Right. She knew everything about it. She knew about the dances and the building and, and where to go mm-hmm. on the map, but she had never actually had her hands on it. Right. Until she came to my house and got to play it for the first time. Yeah. Actually at work today, um, my, let's see, one of my coworkers, her grandson was in the office today. She was just like watching him for the day. Uh, bring and your he, dogs to work day. <laughs> something like that. And he don't call him a dog. He's a nice boy. Um, oh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh, he's cool. Um, we, we got drinks later. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, he had gotten a uh, switch recently uh-huh. for, for Christmas. And, uh, you know, she, she'd asked me basically like, well, he really wants Fortnite, And I'm like, of course he does. Right. And, and she's like, how do I buy it? I'm like, you don't buy Fortnite. You know, like I had to explain the entire thing to her. Yeah. And she ended up buying him like, it's, it's really weird. They sell like the expand, not expansion packs. Cause it's not even an expansion pack, but like they sell skins and like a pack. Yeah. With, with coins and stuff on, on shelves. Like there's a plastic box for it. What? And there's no game inside. It's just, it's just a, a plastic box with the codes on it that you input. What? Yeah. So she bought him an expansion pack, essentially. Huh. I, that's seems like a waste yeah, <laughs> of resources. It really does. It really does. But <laughs> I guess the thought is that if it's on the shelves, people are going to buy it, you know? Yeah. So. Um, well, they're trying to sell him anything they can. Yeah. And so what I did was, like, I, I downloaded it for him. I got it set up for him. And, yeah. you know, as soon as I got it set up, he was off and running. Yeah. He didn't have to know anything about it. He just knew. He just ran and he went with it. He didn't have to learn how to play nothing. Mm. Just started playing. And I was like, you're doing better than I did when I first started. <laughs> Shit. I still, I can't play that game. Yeah. I still can't play it. Respect to the children who can build <laughs> like fucking architects. Right. I can't do it. While also playing as a first person shooter. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. What's third person shooter? That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you meant. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Nerd cred down. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so, you know, Fortnite, most, uh, 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 or I'd say biggest game of the year. Buzzworthiest. Not best game of the year. No, absolutely not. Not even close. Nope. I wouldn't even say it's the best Battle Royale anymore. Well, I would, yeah, honest, I would honestly give that to Call of Duty. And yeah, I don't think you're alone with that opinion. Yeah. And it's not only because like you've been obsessed with it, but I've seen online tons of people talking about that. That call, And that's exactly what Call of Duty had to do. Mm-hmm. Was When it was announced that they were making their own battle royale that was met with groans in size and mm-hmm. eye rolls because they're saying, oh, they're, they're getting into it late. 
That's yeah. what they're going to do. And it's not going to be as good. And they're just going to make this inferior thing that is, is trying to chase this trend. Mm-hmm. But instead, what they did was they did it right. They, it looks like they took their time and you know put their resources into the right things that they should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and ended up making a mechanically sound, fun, basically fair Battle Royale game. Yeah. Based on the the foundation that's been, you know, m- built over 10 years of Call of Duty. Yeah. And they they have that, that sound structure and that sound foundation uh, unlike any other Battle Royale game. Yeah. Because they've been doing it longer. They've been doing the first-person shooter for longer. Right. So it, it, it feels like a Call of Duty game, which is great, but it adds in the mechanics of a... Uh, battle royale yep. which is exactly what they need to do yep. and they nailed it and that's it that's right that's all i had to do they did it to perfection right that's it they believed in their multiplayer and battle royale mode so much that they came out with a game that didn't even have a story mode right which so. lost me as a fan <laughs> yeah but you know i understand and it's worked out for them casualty apparently. of war bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> look at you they just had to you just had to eat it. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine because you know what? I wouldn't be in there, you know, downloading new stuff. I wouldn't be paying more money for whatever they're doing. Their mm-hmm. their download packs or whatever. I wouldn't be doing that. Exactly. I would go in for the storyline, maybe jump into a couple multiplayer games and jump that out after a couple it. months. Yeah. So, yeah, they made the they made the right choice. So you weren't even the fucking guy that they were going after. No, mm-hmm. that's clear. That's been clear from the start. <clears throat> So that that's an incredible multiplayer game. Um, rounding out the fourth quarter of the year, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, absolutely. Finally came out. Did it live up to the hype? Yes. Did it live up to the weight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Ultimate is not just a name that they're throwing around. It is the ultimate Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. There's everything. Everything. Everything you could ever want. Yep. It's right there. There's not anything where you're like, man, I wish they would have... I mean, other than the way that their online mode is set up, that's still, it's still an absolute dog shit mm-hmm. dumpster fire. Yeah. The way that they have that set up. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nintendo's notorious for being really, really bad at online service. Yeah. So. Yeah, well. It's kind of different now that you have to pay for it because it's like you're expecting a bit more because you're putting money into it. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, where's this money going? Because right. it's obviously not the experience. No. Why do I have to pay for this? And it's still janky lags out of control. The way that it's set up is awful. Yeah. I can't find anything in these menus. Like why, what am I paying for? Why? What are you paying for? Yeah. So I'm not paying for it. You're not paying for anything. (laughs) It's all on me. (laughs) I will. Yeah. Well, we'll see about that. I mean, I'm back. I'm back. You know, we don't talk about it a lot on the podcast, but you know, my, my job situation has been up and down. Yeah. Which means my money situation has been up and down. Mm-hmm. More down than up. Yeah. It was a tough fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty tough fourth quarter. Let's just put it that way. But I'm back on my feet. Yeah. You know, back at it like a crack addict, oh, as it. some would say. <laughs> and so, you know, things are going to they're gonna turn around. They're looking up, baby. They're, yeah. They're, they're uh, looking up. But yeah. So I definitely, regardless of the online issues, say that that's one of the top games of the year mm-hmm. um non-multiplayer game uh would definitely go as i mentioned before god of war is 
One of my favorite games in the past at least five years, if not ten. Uh, Top yeah. to bottom, everything you can ask for in a single-player campaign. Yeah. Just beautiful world. Um, great gameplay. The Leviathan Axe, I know much has been said about it. I can't really say much more. That hasn't already been you know well-tread, but... Mm-hmm. One of the best, literally one of the best feeling video game mechanics of all time. Hmm. Basically having like Thor's hammer, <laughs> you know, being able to chuck it. You can you can run around for an hour after you throw it away, right? Yeah. You hit the right button, it comes flying back into your hand. That's no dope. matter where, no matter where you left it, it just, it comes right back to you. <laughs> and it comes with this satisfying like thunk. Yeah. As soon as it hit and it vibrates, like it just, it's so empowering. Yeah. I love that feeling. <laughs> Really, honestly, like it's it's up there with any any other video game experience, any other gameplay experience that you've ever had. Yeah, up there with like Spider Man swings. You know, like it's 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 beautiful. Love it. Mm. Storyline like surprisingly deep for a, a character as one note as Kratos. They mm. they fully reinvent him mm-hmm. and almost almost redeem him as a character for how one note he used to be. Yeah, you know, so kind of. In a weird way, it's almost like a Rogue One of God of War, where it redeems this like plot hole or lack of something yeah. in, in in the in the previous entries, filled in areas that needed right. to be filled in. Right, and so it, it it it's one of those rare occurrences that it retroactively makes the entire series better, you yeah. know. And that's kind of the best compliment I can give it. So that uh, that for me, for my money, is the my game of the year. Um, really, over it, Red Dead, over Red Dead, mm. over Red Dead, because Red Dead is, uh, you know, we'll get into Red Dead, but I feel like this was such a complete, uh, honestly, nearly flawless experience of a game. Yeah, Red Dead is is vast and like the West, it's big and you know wide and. There's lots to see, but you know, there's some hiccups here and there as mm-hmm. expected. Um, but this was such a, it's not even, it's not a small experience. I'm not trying to say that by any means, but it's, it's so, it's so perfect in, in the package that it is, you know, it's, it sets out to do a lot of things and it, it nails all those things in particular as, as opposed to, I feel like red, a lot of red dead um, overextends itself in a way. Mm. Um, not to, not to say that that's not a, a contender at very least of game of the year. It's, it's definitely up there for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I just, I, I feel like, I feel like God of War is like lightning in a bottle mm. of a game, something truly special. Hmm. So. High praise. Yeah. High praise. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> so then, yeah, God of War game of the year. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right. Eh, all right. I mean, I, I, you know, I can't really call it. I didn't play as many games as I wanted to this year. Yeah. Well, I, I have a lot of them, so. Yeah, so I'll. You can, you can jump in when you're done with your them. Call of Duties. <laughs> and then in March, I'll give my games of the year for 2018. <laughs> yeah. In sounds, March 2019. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, Red Dead de- deserves a mention. Uh, graphically, one of the most beautiful games, period. Yeah. Um, very vast, great storyline, great, great acting. Um, and I, I'm kind of a sucker for the Westerns too. So that kind of hits me right where I need to be hit. Mm. Um, 
beautiful game. Like I said, the only detractions I can give it is it gameplay wise is lacking sometimes. It, it's a, a bit obtuse, a bit uh, slow. Uh, people say purposefully, but at the same time, it in a modern video game world where we're used to things, you know, working more smoothly than this game does. It. it you know, it can get a be be a bit tiresome. You have to be in the mood to play the game. Yeah, it's sort of like reading a novel versus watching a Netflix show or something. You know. Yeah. So did you did you get into the online mode of it at all? No, I haven't touched online yet. Hmm. I haven't touched online yet, and that's because I've been playing Spider Man. Oh, which is another contender for me. Yep. Um, Spider Man is. Oof, I mean, you know how some people say. They read like three or four books at a time. Yeah. That's what Adam does with video games. Pretty much. As soon <laughs> as he much. gets one, he's halfway done with it. Then he gets another one. I try not and to. And then it's just a rotation of games. Yeah. Have you, how's be, Assassin's Creed going? I haven't touched it yet. How do you like that meme being flipped on you? I haven't touched it yet. Uh-huh. It doesn't count. Yeah. Well, you got it though. <sighs> and do. it's just sitting there waiting for I you. Do. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to it. I could be playing it right now. No, you couldn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, honestly, um, one of the best superhero games of all time. Mm. Um, the best, best praise I can give it is it is, it is, I think Marvel's, uh, Arkham Asylum. Ooh. So the gameplay plays like butter beautiful plays so good feels so great just to swing around yeah you know that they nailed that mechanic so well and that's that's super important for any spider-man game storyline is great it's really well told really well acted i loved everything about it mm-hmm. um lots of twists lots of turns i don't want to spoil anything within it um no spoils a lot of it was actually pretty surprising to me and end of the day, there's so much to do, but it's not overwhelming. And it's all stuff that is just kind of like fun completionist stuff that I found myself just like, even after I beat the mainline storyline, just like going back and trying to find every collectible and doing all that stuff. Yeah. Which in, you know, a game that you're not really invested in, you wouldn't do. So I've heard really good things about the DLC, so I want to get into that eventually too. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all great game another great single player experience beautiful loved it yeah so that's the top three right there then yeah 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 i'd say so <clears throat> so as you can see ladies and gentlemen there's just i mean it, it the the list is endless yeah just so much good shit we were we were um uh uh spoiled Spoiled this year, yeah. With stuff to to an embarrassment to, of riches. That's right. Things to do, things to see. A lot of good movies came out this year. Um, a lot of movies that we didn't fucking see. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I I'm dying to see uh, Spider Man. Dude, there's so. Spe- there's, speaking of, there's so many movies on my list for 2018 that I didn't see. That uh, here you go. Thank you. So many movies. Um, the one though, the one big one, yeah, it's probably uh, Into the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. That's 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 cleaning up right now. Everybody's saying it's an incredible film. Drink it, drink it. 
I don't know what the fuck is up with that. Be forewarned, ladies and gentlemen. If you get these, uh, if you get these elephant beers from uh, uh, Carlsberg, just just know that we had one just sitting here for the duration of. I mean, we've been it's been the entire time we've been talking forty five minutes, about an hour (laughs) at this point. Yeah, right. Yeah, because you know we're setting up and everything. And it's still it's still spilled all over him. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. Uh, too much carbonation. Yeah. Maybe it's the fact that it's a seven percent lager. Maybe it's, it's an affront to nature. <laughs> it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But yeah, spider into the Spider Verse, cleaning up at, at at the box office and critically. Um, a movie that just came out that's doing the exact opposite. Holmes and Watson. <laughs> <laughs> this has this has nothing to do with like a year end wrap up, sorry. It's just incredible to see. Yeah, it's, it's like, just amazing that a movie can be it that had, it had a zero percent. Yeah, it's it's still sitting at a zero percent. It's it's just getting just getting dogged by critics, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly didn't the trailer didn't look good. The trailer didn't look good. I wanted to like it. But I didn't find the trailer funny, and yeah. apparently that's just basically what the movie is. And it's just like it—it's not—it's not a good joke for a feature-length film. No, that's a good SNL bit. Yeah, it's a good SNL bit. Yeah. John C. Riley comes on and does like guest hosts, and fucking Will Ferrell walks out, and you're right. like, "Holy oh, shit!" Applause. Step Brothers are together. Yeah, it's five-minute skit. From what I heard, apparently this movie was like in development hell for. Uh. A few years for like five years. Well, that makes sense. And because of that, Oops, sorry. The, the script is apparently completely outdated. Yeah. A lot of it references like the Johnny Depp, uh, or not Johnny Depp, the, the Robert Downey uh, Robert Jr. Downey Jr. Yeah, a lot um, of that's in the trailer. And when I saw that in the trailer, I was like, yeah, five years ago. Funny, but not, you know, not really all that relevant. Right. And if you're going to parody something, it's got to be. Within at least a year or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, uh, apparently it was originally supposed to be with Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, really? Yeah. And then um, for some reason... Who was supposed to be Watson? Uh, As I assume Sasha Baron Cohen was going to be Sherlock. Sherlock, yeah. No, I um, I think actually it was still supposed to be John C. Riley. Huh. But then I think, he, I think Sasha Baron Cohen um, just walked away from the project. Mm. And then I guess Will Ferrell just popped in and was like, hey, I'll do it. <laughs> so, I yeah. mean, that kind of explains a lot. Yeah. I mean, their English accents are supposed to Awful. be horrendous. <laughs> I mean, I could, uh, that, I'd be fine with that if they leaned into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And maybe they do. We haven't seen the movie, to be fair. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it just seems like a train wreck of a, of a movie, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, just funny how you can have two extremes. And so close together. Right. You know? One movie comes out in a week and you're like, wow, this is one of the greatest movies, one of the greatest comic book movies ever made. Yeah. Best movie of the year. Wow, wow, Some wow. say the very best Spider-Man movie, period. Yeah. I saw I saw one. Uh, it was Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith said that he mm-hmm. thinks it's the best comic book movie ever. Yeah. So. High praise. Yeah. It's big. Uh, speaking of other comic book movies, a lot of people are liking Aquaman. Yeah. Surprisingly. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them, not the people. Good for the studios. Good for DC <laughs> and that, Jason Momoa in yeah, particular. Just, just you know that they're actually putting up a putting up a fight. Yeah. You know, like they 
it seemed like it was over. Yeah. You know, other than Wonder Woman, you're like, what else are they going to really do? And Aquaman's like, no offense to Aquaman fans, but like, he's not Batman. Yeah. He's I mean, Superman. Are, are there a lot of Aquaman fans? There's got to be some. I mean, I guess there's a fan of everything if you look hard enough. It's true. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many people are sitting around going, Aquaman's my favorite comic book character of all time. And I'm so happy that Jason Momoa plays him. Or maybe they're mad that it was a Polynesian dude and (laughs) not a blonde white dude. Could be. Whatever. Yeah. If you didn't have him, nobody would give a shit about that movie. It's true. So just be happy if he is your favorite comic book character. Who's going to be Barnacle Boy is my question. Who's going to be Barnacle Boy? Um... Let's see. What else? What else? Uh, Black Klansman, I heard, got a lot of good buzz. Yeah, Black Klansman. Sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. I heard a movie you should go in with no expectations because it gets crazy. Um, What else? It's just a lot of things, a a lot of media is so quickly consumed. It's insane. When you think about, like, Black Klansman came out this year. Yeah. You know, you don't, like... Uh, like um, a, mo- a game that we didn't even mention, Destiny Two. Oh yeah, Destiny Two came out this year. That's crazy. And like I played it, I beat the story mode. I played the uh, multiplayer, played all the modes. I played the hell out of it. Yeah. For like a month or two. Yeah. And then I haven't touched it since. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's just it's wild, man. We talk about how slow the year was, but yet there were so many things that happened that just came and went. Maybe that's what made it seem like it was longer. There were so many things that came and went that it was just like, God damn, there's so much stuff. It just continues. It doesn't stop. Yeah, and I, I feel like maybe maybe the fact that like the the front of this year was so like loaded with stuff. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. A lot happened in January, February, March, first quarter. Yeah. And and it's just, it, it, it's hard to remember that that was this year. That was still this year. Yeah. You know? You turned 30 this year. Shut up. <laughs> You're so old. Yeah. You're so old. Well. You're so old. Well. Oh. I'm, I'm holding on. <laughs> Are you, though? Just for this this show. Are you? Just for the podcast. That's all, uh, that's all I'm staying around for. I mean, as far as, like, I mean, how'd your 2018 go, personally? <sighs> I mean, I feel like, like you said, a lot of ups and downs. I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, like I mentioned on the show before, t- turning 30 was a big deal as, as much as I tried to downplay it, mm-hmm. you know, it was just one of those things where it's like, you're, you're kind of looking at your alarm clock, you know, and you know, it's about to go off, but you just keep looking at it. Yeah. Cause you're like, I don't want to get up yet. Yeah. And it goes off and you're like, <sighs> well, string. I wanna get off and go home, her girl. Here, 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 Thank you. Is that Elvis? <laughs> it's Elvis doing. Um, it's Elvis. Elvis Mayer. It's it's Elvis doing an impression of. Um, uh, ah shit. Walk this way by that. Aerosmith. Shut the fuck up. Um, Creed. Oh, Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp. It's yeah. Elvis doing Scott Scott Stapp doing John Mayer. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. it's my favorite orgy. Uh-huh. By the way. 
pretty sexy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But that, it, it, it's kind of <laughs> like that. The train of thought a little it's bit. It's kind of like that. Stop this train. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it it. The point I was getting to was like it's like throughout your mid twenties, from like twenty five on, you're kind of looking at the clock, going, "Man, I should probably do something. Mm. I should really, really figure something out here." Getting getting older. It's gonna be thirty soon. Getting old. Then you're twenty six. Then twenty seven. Then twenty eight. Then twenty nine. You're still old. And then you go, man. I gotta get up pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little later. I don't know. Yeah, and you wake up one day and you're 30, and you go, <laughs> "Oh God, where? How? Yeah. How'd this happen? Oh no, I gotta get up now." And so I feel like there's this little bit of a uh, little extra charge of uh, a forcefulness in everything I do. It's yeah. like you gotta do it now, man. If you ain't gonna do it now, you ain't gonna do it. I mean, now is a good time as any, or you know. Whatever. I mean, I think we we put too much emphasis on things like that. I mean, it, you know, it's definitely culturally a thing where it's like you've, you're 30, you're fucking an adult adult. You're a grown-ass like, man. What are you man. doing? But, it, like, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all changing with people living longer and, you know, the the. I, I feel like I know it's a cliche, but, you know, like kind of 40 is the new 30. Yeah. You know, people are people are settling down later. In life, they're having kids later. Yeah, well, it's just like uh, we shouldn't. Um, we 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 have to stop with these these time limits, you know, yeah. where it's like it's acceptable to do things up until you turn thirty or up until you turn twenty five. Right. I mean, obviously, there's certain things, you know, you once you grow up a little bit, there's certain things you don't want to do. There's certain ways that you don't want to carry yourself yeah, anymore. Just naturally. But like, as far as your passion, yeah, your passion should never die just because. You've reached a certain age. Yeah. Well, I can't start now. Yeah, it's like why not? Yeah, it's self defeating. Yeah, because nobody. If you do something really good, no one's gonna be like, "This is awesome." But how old are you? <laughs> right. You know. Right. When did you start this? Right. Exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if you yeah. do something really well. If if you're passionate about something, and you're trying to change something or yeah. do something really cool, that doesn't matter. It only matters yeah. to you. Well, you're, I mean, you're the one because you're 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 trying to not you specifically, right. but you as the figurative, right? That it's an easy way out. It's yeah. an easy way to just go. I can't do this yeah, now. Yeah. I'm fucking 35. I well, can't do this. And more than that, even if you don't do it well, if it's something that you're passionate about and you want to do, why not fulfill that? Yeah, just do it. If you're not good at it, fine. That's fine. You you did it though. Yeah, you, you can say you did it. Yeah, you you tried. You, yeah. You hopefully learn something from the experience. Hopefully maybe you uh, enjoyed the experience, you know? Yeah. If nobody else likes it, maybe you do. Maybe you had fun doing it. Mm -hmm. That's all that matters. And the worst thing that could happen is, you know, it didn't turn out the way you wanted it. And then you go back to whatever you were doing. Right. But at least you can say you did it. Yeah. I mean, it's wouldn't satisfaction it, of knowing you tried. Right. Wouldn't it be worse to hit 40, 45 and think, well, now you physically can't do it right, if you're right. in your 50s, 60s. Now I'm incapable of right. doing it. You've got kids. You've got blah, yeah. blah, blah. Now you can't do it. And it's like, I should have fucking done it right. when I said I was going to do no. it. No. Regrets will eat you alive. Yeah. And so, you know, this year, uh, more than any other year, I think, is yeah. a year where, you know, we can really, I think we really start following those passions more. Because, yeah. you know, we... we this was a year where, you know, things 
like the podcast got lifted up a little bit. You know, yeah. we, 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 uh, consistent as uh, trying to be more consistent, <laughs> but attempting. At yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Well, 2019 definitely going to be, you know, you can expect new episode Thursday, right? Every fucking Thursday. Yep. Um, but you know, like uh, keeping the train moving and and just you know improving things here and there, getting better at what we do, right? You know, I feel like I feel like we have a lot of momentum yeah. right now, considering yeah. the things that we want to get done, the things that we started to get done, the plans that we have. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of momentum going into this year. Yeah, and it's. It doesn't do us any good to think like, you know, oh, no, it might be too late. Right. It's never too late. No. It's never too late until you're dead. Yeah. So. I'll start a podcast with somebody on my deathbed. Yeah. Episode one of one. Don't die yet. (laughs) That's what it's called. Yeah. The don't die yet podcast. Episode one of one. The one saline bag in. (laughs) I want to. That's how I want to go out. You just put put my favorite beer in that bag mm. let it course through my yeah. veins yeah have them just like kind of push like <laughs> squeeze it a little bit <gasps> yes oh fuck me up fuck me up <laughs> 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 he died the way that he lived yeah screaming <laughs> <laughs> screaming <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so you know we 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 uh we got a lot of things in the works, a lot of, lot of, lot of changes coming. Yeah. So it's exciting. I it mean, is, 20 year, 2018 personally wasn't the best. No, I don't think it was for any of us. Really. Yeah. There was a lot, a lot of people were like, yeah. Yeah, 2018 kind of sucked. Uh, you know, and I've, I've found that most apparent when talking to people about the holidays. Yeah. You know, I've talked to a lot of people and they've, uh, the vast majority have said like, you know, this year I'm not really feeling like the holiday spirit. Yeah, I don't feel it this year, and I I'm one of those people. I just I, I, I for some reason I haven't felt like oh it's Christmas time. Yeah, time of magic, you know. Like no, it's just been like oh yeah that's happening. I got to get gifts. That's pretty much it. You know, like I don't know what it is. There's something in the air this year. Hmm. I'm hoping changes for the better next yeah. year. Yeah. <sighs> I guess we'll see, man. Yeah. I guess we will see. You say semen. I see, we will semen. We will semen. Okay. I'll give you my semen. Mm. I'll give you a sample of my semen. Just a sample? Just a sample. That's all you get for free. You can't handle You can't handle <laughs> it. It is. It is. It comes in bulk. Thick, viscous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Frothy ejaculate. Uh. <laughs> uh. So, uh, cheers to 2018. Here's to uh, viscous, p- viscous, frothy, frothy ejaculate in our rear view. It's <laughs> my favorite album. <laughs> and onwards and upwards mm-hmm. to 2019. Okay. Right? Yeah. Let's do that. How you feel? All right. Sticky? Icky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about how we felt about these beers. Please. <laughs> So, uh, this brew, the last episode of 2018, was the Carlsberg Elephant, 7.2 ABV, strong lager, a Bach beer. How'd you feel about it? Uh, 
<laughs> it was okay. <laughs> it was all right. I mean, like, it wasn't great. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely a bit malty, a bit malty for my taste. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like the flavor isn't really there for me. Uh, I know you, you ran off a lot of those those flavor notes I was supposed to be getting. I really didn't get much of anything I didn't get, of that. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. I mean, the the best I can say about it, it does have a bit of a sweet, fruity note to it. Just a, a little dash of that, I feel. Mm. Let me give it a little. A little. Yeah, there's, there's like a hint of something there. But, I mean, honestly, for the most part, this tastes like a, a headache. Um, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, what quality is there that makes me feel like this is going to fuck me up. Yeah. Um, but it's there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it tastes like... Have you ever been uh, unfortunate enough to have to drink a Steel Reserve? Yeah. 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 It kind of gives me that sensation where it's like, this is going to be terrible in about five hours. Yeah. Um. So that I don't know if that's just me being paranoid, but I probably wouldn't have another one of these. Um, this is my second, just so people know. <laughs> um, but you know, all that being said, it doesn't taste bad. I'd say, but it doesn't taste uh, good. <laughs> yeah. So I'd probably give it. Can we split a hair and give it a two point seven five? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'm, gonna it a, I'm gonna give it a two point seven five. I don't want to go a full three. Three seems a little generous. Yeah. So I don't want to give it a two point five either because I feel like that's like it's a little hard Budweiser category, and I don't feel like this is like that low tier. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just give it the two point five. Okay. Uh, yeah. It just it really it really just reminded me of a Heineken. Yeah. I I didn't get a lot of uh, I didn't get a lot of the notes that they wanted. Uh, and that's not just because the bottle looks like a Heineken. It, it tastes like it. Yeah. Very similar style from the, the flavor yeah. that we're getting here. Just feels like... Um, it's almost like a sweeter Heineken yeah. in, in, in a weird way. And so, you know, I, I, I get what they were going for, but it's very, very malty. Just kind of Just kind of fills your mouth, really, with not a lot of, you know, not a lot of subtlety. And it just... It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah. So glad that's how we ended the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I honestly feel like that's the f- most fitting way we could finish this this year. This this beer pretty much encapsulates the entire year. I guess you're right. It's like, yeah, you know, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't necessarily very good either. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Pretty the, perfect way to end. This beer tastes like hope for the future. This, how about this beer that? tastes like 2018. Let's get something better. Yeah. Next week. Okay. Next year. Next year. Yeah. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Good night, Brewskis. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Have a beautiful, beautiful uh, end of the year. I hope you hit all of your uh, resolutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, make some resolutions. I'm done with resolutions. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, good luck on yours. Have fun at your New Year's Eve parties. Yes. Be safe. Get an Uber. Yes. 
Or just sleep. Sleep the place you're at. Doesn't matter if you make them uncomfortable. Just sleep on the floor. You'll or be sleep fine. through the year. You know, sleep, sleep right through the, through the countdown. Year. Yeah, whatever. Just, just yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. Wake up and yeah. it's 2019. There you go. Get some cereal. Eat it. Mm -hmm. Have a good time. And have a beautiful evening. <laughs>